0: Hey friends, it's TJ, the Weirdo with a Beardo, back with another episode of True Crime Tuesday. Exploring more stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries from across history and across the globe. In this week's episode, we explore the story of Philip Cummings and the world's worst case of identity theft in episode number 76. Philip A. Cummings was a computer science technician who immigrated to the United States from England And in 1999, he took a job at the Teledata Communications Company in Bayshore, New York, on Long Island. Teledata made hardware and software that serviced the financial industry, making it easier for banks and other organizations to perform routine credit checks, gathering data from the three main credit reporting agencies, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. And Cummings worked at the company's help desk, where he had access to sensitive information from thousands of Teledata customers. And having that information granted him access to all the major credit card reporting companies, which would allow him, and anyone else with that information, to impersonate legitimate businesses who had lawful access to these credit reports. But it also meant they could steal the credit reports of anyone on the list, anytime they wanted. And beginning early in the year 2000, Cummings began using his personal access for personal gain when he began running credit reports for money under the table. Philip got connected with nearly 20 different people who were willing to pay upwards of $60 per credit report, and these people would then sell the stolen information to someone else who was free with it to basically do whatever they wanted. And it's said that Cummings received nearly $60 for each one of these tens of thousands of credit reports he ran using stolen credentials, which he then split the money with several accomplices. Cummings spent several months at the Teledata help desk before leaving in March of the year 2000 and headed south to Georgia. And the problem wasn't the fact that he left, but what he left with. Because Philip Cummings had unrestricted access to the company database and a laptop where he could access the information freely from virtually anywhere, he was able to download a master spreadsheet containing the usernames and passwords of over 30,000 Teledata customers. Even after leaving Teledata, Philip Cummings continued to access the company's database from his laptop. He even showed an accomplice how to search the database and how to access and download credit reports from all three reporting agencies. Now, once the credit card information was received, it was soon distributed to other accomplices on the street who would use the information to wreak havoc over the next three years. Victims' bank accounts were drained, new checks were ordered, new ATM cards were ordered, New credit cards were all ordered to fictitious addresses and maxed out. Addresses on accounts were changed. Fraudulent purchases were made. Identities were stolen. Lives and financial futures ruined. And in one case, an elderly woman who only had about $1,000 in her bank account found criminals had withdrawn nearly $35,000. But because the dollar amounts of these transactions were generally less than $5,000, They were rarely investigated by law enforcement. That was until the thieves made one big mistake. One of the entities who became a victim of the scheme was Ford Motor Company Credit Corporation in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And during the investigation, it was discovered that Ford's login credentials had been used to access and download nearly 15,000 credit reports from Experian over the span of about 10 months. And after digging deeper, Ford discovered that many of the individuals who were affected by these mysterious logins also claimed to be recent victims of fraud and identity theft. And the red flag was officially raised. When Experian continued digging, they found usernames and passwords had been compromised for banks in Florida, a finance company in Tennessee, where combined more than 6,000 credit reports were illegally downloaded. Meanwhile, Ford continued digging into their financial records and realized that credentials from their Illinois office had been used to download over 1,300 unauthorized reports. Soon, even more businesses, from all across the country, began noticing strange activity on their credit reporting. Washington Mutual Finance in Florida, Dollar Bank in Cleveland, Ohio, Sarah Bush Lincoln Health Center in Illinois, the Personal Finance Company in Frankfort, Indiana, the Medical Bureau in Clearwater, Florida, Vintage Apartments in Houston, Texas, in Community Bank of Chaska in Chaska, Minnesota, just to name a few. In total, the number of victims rose to nearly 30,000, and dozens of companies whose usernames and passwords were compromised all were Teledata Communications customers, including Ford Motor Company, whose login credentials were used to steal the identities of over 13,000 people over the course of several years. Soon, federal agencies, including the FBI, Secret Service, and the U.S. Postal Inspection Service began investigating these fraudulent reports after several major credit card companies started to discover thousands of credit reports being unlawfully downloaded without permission. And it didn't take long before authorities eventually tracked down the source of the credit report access to Teledata Communications on Long Island, where they narrowed down the search to Philip Cummings. Now by the time they caught up with Philip, he'd moved from Long Island to Cartersville, Georgia and was suffering from a myriad of health problems. By the time Cummings was indicted and finally appeared in court, he was on an oxygen tank claiming he needed a heart transplant. Authorities also arrested two accomplices, Linus Baptiste and Hakim Mohammed. Baptiste was arrested October 29, 2002, charged with wire fraud, where authorities traced cell phone numbers back to Baptiste's apartment where they also found a laptop and documents with Philip Cummings' names on them. Also, Hakeem Muhammad was charged with mail fraud after changing addresses on credit card applications to open up lines of credit on unsuspecting victims, including four of the reports run through Ford Motor Company. Finally, in September of 2004, a 35-year-old Philip Cummings pled guilty to conspiracy, wire fraud, and fraud in connection with identification documents, and was eventually sentenced to 14 years in prison find 1 million dollars and has to pay restitution to his victims. In total, Cummings, Baptiste and Mohammed, along with nearly 20 other accomplices, managed to steal nearly 33,000 different credit reports, causing somewhere between 50 and 100 million dollars in financial loss. Even Judge George Daniels, who presided over the case, said the dollars and the number of individuals and the personal suffering And the consequences for these individual victims is almost unimaginable. The federal government even claims it was the largest case of identity theft the United States has ever seen. And that is this week's True Crime Tuesday story. Join me each week for more stories of true crimes and unsolved mysteries. We'll see you next time.